Hi, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 519, How to Apologize to Your Child, because Every parent is going to have failing moments that require those two necessary words, I'm sorry. I happen to think apologizing is pretty cool, especially to our kids. Saying sorry is difficult enough when you have to apologize to an adult, but it's even harder when we have to make amends with a child. Regardless of whether your child is 3 or 30, If you ignore the wrongdoing and don't address how your actions made your child feel, you can potentially cause long-lasting damage and waste a great teachable moment. Mighty Mommy has experienced her share of parenting mess-ups over the years, but I've learned that the sooner you make it right with your child, the better. Here are four ways to say you're sorry and let the healing begin. Own your wrong. Make an age-appropriate apology, make it right, and there are some creative ways to apologize. So let's explore each one more closely. Own your wrong. I'm a pretty emotional person, so I tend to parent with my heart on my sleeve. Because of that, when I do something that isn't great, I sense it instantly. For example, this past week, I had an incident with my son, who's away at college and living off campus. Because of that, he doesn't eat at the university cafeteria. We budgeted an amount that would cover his groceries, and I regularly load a shopping cart at a nearby store as well. He's approaching graduation this spring, and without my knowledge, he and his father decided that he should quit his part-time job as a lifeguard so he could focus on wrapping up his senior year. Now, weeks later, I learned of this news when I called to make sure he knew I'd added money to his grocery card. He thanked me, and then he casually mentioned he'd quit his job because his father thought it was best. Without waiting to hear any of the reasons behind this decision, I made a snarky comment that I didn't appreciate his getting to take it easy while I'd probably be picking up the financial slack to cover his spending money. Not one of my finest moments. After we ended the conversation, I sat quietly for a few minutes, replaying my response in my mind. I immediately began to justify my harsh reaction, but then I realized that I was rationalizing. I had the choice of how to respond, and I chose to judge him rather than letting him explain his reasons. The first step in apologizing is reflecting on what you did wrong and being adult enough to own it. Admit to yourself that you overreacted and could have handled the situation better. Now next, we're going to make an age-appropriate apology. Once you've come to terms with what you've done wrong, it's time to say you're sorry. One reason that grown-ups find it uncomfortable to apologize is that they equate it with shame. Clinical psychologist and parenting expert Dr. Laura Markham argues that this is likely because many adults were forced to apologize when we were kids. In How and When to Apologize to Your Child, Markham explains that apologies are important, teachable moments and that an apology can help make the person you've hurt feel better about you. She also cautions to resist the urge to place blame during an apology. 
because many of us start to apologize and then veer into excusing ourselves because the child was in the wrong. Sure, I yelled, but you deserved it. We all know, though, that two wrongs don't make a right. Besides, we're the adult. It's our job to be the role model. So, say you're late to pick up your seven-year-old from soccer practice several days in a row. She's the only one waiting in the parking lot with the coach wearing her cleats and a sad dog expression. As you pull up in your car, she yells at you in front of the coach, Mommy, where have you been? Why are you so late? We all know these things happen, but when you're repeatedly late, it makes her feel unimportant. So first, acknowledge her feelings of frustration. Empathize with her that it was probably terrible having to wait alone with the coach while all the other children had been picked up. Next, admit that you simply lost track of time. Admit to feeling badly about it and promise that it won't happen again. Look at her in the eyes when you're talking and be sincere in your words. Oh, and don't forget an apology to the coach in front of your child for keeping him waiting too. Although he's no longer seven, my son also required an apology from me. Unfortunately, I had to do it over the phone. I could feel the coolness in his voice when he answered. I didn't mince words, and I said simply that I overreacted to the news about his job. I should have taken the time to listen to his reasons. He was quiet for a few seconds, and he admitted that he was angry with me. This then opened the door for him to explain that his father strongly encouraged it and his father had agreed to give him the spending money that he would have earned for the rest of the semester. Now, had I not been so quick to judge, he could have shared that piece of information with me before I blew up. He accepted my apology right away, and then he began excitedly talking about his upcoming spring training trip for baseball. The incident was behind us just like that. Now, make it right. Once you've apologized to your child, it's time to make the situation right. An apology is necessary, but the actions that follow are even more important. Changing your behavior moving forward is a great place to start. If you've been overly critical, say, about how your child dresses, start focusing on all the positives he offers, such as when he makes time to help his younger sister with her homework. If your daughter was crushed because you missed her spelling bee, then make a consistent effort to be at the next five softball games. When you make things right, you set examples of responsibility and maturity for your child to follow in their own life. Next, we'll be talking about some fun and creative ways that you can say you're sorry. So now, to wrap this up, let's talk about some creative ways that you can apologize in addition to saying you're sorry. We know saying sorry can be uncomfortable, but you can have some fun with it too. Here are five ways to apologize that will leave everyone feeling better. One, you can use a board game. Take advantage of all the fabulous family fun board games that you probably already have at home and create an apology using the game pieces. Obviously, Scrabble is a no-brainer. Set up the board and spell out, I'm very sorry. Or you could use a deck of cards and tape a message to random cards, such as all the jacks in the pile, saying, I'm so sorry I hurt you, or I blew it, I'm sorry. Once you've apologized, now you can sit down and have some quality family time with one of these great games. Or you can create a video. With all the modern-day technology available to us today, 
particularly if you own a smartphone, saying sorry with a video apology is easier than ever. This is best for the teens in your life. Simply record your heartfelt apology and send it to the child you've hurt. You can go even further and create a YouTube video. Imagine if your apology goes viral. Depending on your views on internet fame, this could be a positive or a negative. Or how about an apology in a bottle? You're sure to get your family's attention if you say you're sorry with a written message in a bottle. Throwing it in the deep blue sea isn't necessary, but leaving a bottle near the sink in the bathroom or even in the fridge next to the milk can be just as effective. You can buy these bottles at your local craft store or use empty water bottles. Fill them with sparkly confetti or little chocolates to make the apology even sweeter. Or how about a scavenger hunt? If you want to add a bit of fun and mystery to your apology, plan a scavenger hunt. Come up with a handful of written clues. And at the end of the chase, you can have cards or handwritten notes for the one you've hurt. Part of your apology might include treating them for a pizza or a night out to the movies. And last, a turndown service apology. One of the highlights of staying at a really nice hotel is the evening turndown service. You can do the same for your child, only you'll leave a handwritten apology along with any other treats and delights that will help put you back into good graces. How do you handle apologies with your kids? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy, or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. If you have friends and family that would enjoy listening as well, I'd love it if you'd share the link to this podcast and refer them to the website, which again is www.quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Enjoy some fun with your family this week. As always, thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy parenting. <laughs>